This is Taking Care in Business, a podcast that dives into the topic of corporate social responsibility from many different perspectives. Host Kathy Pedrotti Hayes is an expert in CSR and philanthropic giving, and her co-host, Vicki Bolson, is the founder and CEO of Bolson Group, a unified marketing company that was also the first B Corp certified company in Indiana. Kathy and Vicki became friends and equally passionate about CSR when they first worked together several years ago. Join them as they talk about why it is always worthwhile to take care in business. This season's podcast is brought to you by Sexton's Creek Productions, an independent design agency offering video production, audio production, web development, digital media design, and much more. They believe in pushing creative boundaries to achieve excellence and taking a unique, collaborative approach to every project. They believe brand equals reputation, and that businesses with the best brands are those who develop a bond of trust and shared values with their audience. It can be a real struggle for businesses to gain the trust of their audience when they can't represent themselves accurately or consistently. That's why Sexton's Creek Productions was created, to help businesses communicate in an authentic and consistent manner. Learn more about building trust with an audience by visiting sextonscreekproductions.com. Hey, Vicki. Hey, Kathy. How are you? I am great. How was your weekend? It was good. I went to Chicago. Yeah, what'd you do? Um, went to the theater. I had the, the kids. We just had like a, a fun weekend doing that. Went, um, we went to this place called Fermilab in Aurora, Illinois. Oh. The part where the particle okay. reactor yeah. is. Yeah. Smarty Pants Tour. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, one of the things I love to do on the weekends but didn't get to this past weekend is go to see live music. Oh, yeah. I know you'd love that. I know, but it's different these days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, I don't like the, the whole crowd thing. I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Well, this is really cool. Our next guest um, has used his love for music and turned it into a significant fundraising vehicles for nonprofits. Our guest, Bruce Kidd, saw that by getting the right partners together, great musicians, a generous venue, deserving nonprofits, and a raving fan base, he could turn a night out into a game on for recipient nonprofit organizations. Mm -hmm. And so his uh, organization's Concerts for a Cause was born. Uh, Concerts for a Cause provides quarterly concerts, uh, highlighting the love of music for concert goers in Indiana. They are in their fourth season and have raised Almost $200,000 Holy smokes. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So when he's not helping to line up these great shows to raise money, Bruce is regional sales manager for Miserable Financial. Let's welcome him. Did I say that right, Bruce? Uh, Miserable, but nobody gets it right. I wouldn't worry. All right. Let's welcome (laughs) co-founder Bruce Kidd to the show. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. Thanks, ladies. Appreciate the offer and uh, pleasure to see you. Yes. So how did it all get started? The short version is, as you said in your uh, nice introduction, Kathy, I'm I'm a lifelong music fan. Um, I'm one of those kids that had to be in the band when you're in grade school, so I had to pick an instrument, and I picked trumpet. Not a a very glamorous instrument. No offense to those that play trumpet. I just didn't play it very well. But uh, So I I don't play anything. I don't play guitar or piano. I've always wanted to but never have, uh, taken the time to, to learn. But I'm a huge music fan, and, and music's on, and every day I'm standing upright. It's on in my car, in my office, at home. So um, a few years ago, I was chairman of a not-for-profit board here in town, um, JDRF, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Yeah, yeah. And 
We, uh, we do some great fundraisers, as a lot of not-for-profits here do, and I've been on several not-for-profit boards in my career. And I told our board I wanted to do something different. I wanted to have a, a thank you concert and, and thank all those donors and sponsors that had supported JDRF over the years rather than ask them for more money. Let's have a celebration and invite them to something different and uh, all have fun. So we did one concert in uh, late 2015 for JDRF and uh, had 200 people show up, sold out, and had an artist from Boston come and play. And it went really well. It was fun. It was, it was just a, a fun evening out, um, a, a date night, if you will, for couples. As, <laughs> as older, like it as older couples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no bar scene. And as we were leaving, one of the guests said, you know, I think you've got an idea here that if, if you wanted to take the time to do it, we could do these kind of concerts for other not-for-profits and maybe smaller ones that uh, you know, raising money for them is more meaningful than th- the big not-for-profits here in town, as they all do, raise a lot of money mm-hmm. and for very worthy causes and, and worthy services. But the small guys that have, you know, one staff member and two mm-hmm. or three, four board members and don't have the resources or outreach, the money's more meaningful for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we launched in January of 2016. And as Kathy said, we're in our fourth season. We didn't know. I mean, I put on events for my professional career for years and years, uh, business-type events. And I put on lots of parties at home. That's what my wife and I like to do. But we didn't know if this would work. You know, at the end of the day, if people didn't care about them, then they weren't going to work. Well, uh, the first year we had about 100 people at each event. The second year was between 150 and 200. Last year it was 250 to 300. And this year we're between, well, 400 people and uh, raising more money. That's Um, awesome. So it's grown. It's all word of mouth. It's all grassroots. That's why I appreciate, you know, you guys letting me come on and talk a little bit about it. Um, We don't have a marketing budget. We're all volunteers on the board. And um, so our, I think we figured out the model of how to have a really fun evening um, for people. But but we just have to get the word out to more people because it's, that's, that's the only challenge we have is just the exposure. So, uh, uh, but the mission's very simple, and, and uh, you'll have to bear with me. I have to tell this every time we have a concert, and those that come every time have to <laughs> listen to it every time. But the mission was really pretty simple um, when we started. Um, it's a quote that it's not mine, but I borrowed it. Um, the mission is do all the good you can in all the ways you can for all the people you can for as long as you can. Oh, that's good. Um, I love that. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it seems to me that the the most important measure of the quality of one's life is measured in how many lives you touch. Mm-hmm. That that's your legacy. You know, what what did, what impact did you have in our community and the world? And uh, it comes down to people. How many people did I help uh, in small ways and in big ways? And so that's really what we wanted to do with Concerts for a Cause because the organizations we're supporting like Jameson Camp and Agape and Little Wish Foundation um, and um, Brooks Place um, are all doing great work in our community to help kids and adults and families in need. So um, I sleep pretty well at night knowing that those organizations are taking our money and doing really good work in our community for those that need help. Well, what I think is interesting is, um, I so I Googled Concerts for a Cause mm-hmm. because I just wanted to, you know, prep for this interview and um 
there were concerts for a cause um, throughout the country. Yeah, I know. Like 40 or so. Yeah, there are. And But then I asked you if it, this was an affiliation, and you said it, it wasn't. So I think that a similar model is taking place in um, yeah. you know, other, other cities mm-hmm. where our listeners are from. So that's that's cool. I, I and I had I look, I did no research when we came up <laughs> with the idea as far as a name. Mm-hmm. We just wanted music, well it's a concert, and concert for what reason? Well, for good causes. Mm-hmm. And so literally we came up with the name and, and um formed a, a, a corporation here, a not for profit corporation here with that name and I didn't I didn't know that there were forty others around the country and they're all doing Similar things in different ways, mm-hmm. but um, no, there's no affiliation. I guess just a lot of people had the same thought, yeah, which, is, which is interesting. Idea. Yeah, yeah. it's a great it idea. So, Bruce, I think I came to one of the first concerts, and mm-hmm. it was at the Art Center. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. And um, actually, I came with our friend Jenny Massey. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fairwinds. Um, yeah. And... Um, but you guys aren't there anymore, right? No, so we, out, we, well, we outgrew big, it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's it's a beautiful theater that uh, anybody that's gone to the Broderville Art Fair, you know, spends your time outside looking at all the vendors and booths. But inside the building there at the Art Center is a beautiful theater. Frankly, doesn't get used very often. And it's got a stage and it's tiered seating just like a, a movie theater, 200 seats. And it was uh, a terrific place for us in our second year where we'd started to get some traction and more and more people coming and we wanted to rather than move around to different venues like we did the first year which gets a little complicated and hard to manage um, the art center board was uh, very gracious and donated the space to us uh, four times that year and it we just outgrew it after after the that year because people started to find out about it it was it was awesome So now, uh, so uh, uh, I didn't have a place to go. You know, that's a little scary when Mm -hmm. you have 200 people expecting to come to your next event and Mm -hmm. you're not sure where they're going to be and they can't be in my basement. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my board members' uh, son is on the the, uh, staff at the Lucas Estate in Carmel. He's on the uh, the chef's staff. He's an assistant chef there. And um, she happened to be talking to her son about our dilemma, that we needed to find a venue for our next concert uh, in January of the following year, this was in October of that year, and he said, "Well, why why don't you just do one up here?" And she said, "Well, I sure we'd be happy to talk about it." Well, the conversation was maybe one day long when uh, Forrest Lucas and his team said, well, "Why don't you just do all four of them?" This is now 2018, last year. Why don't you just do all four of them up here, and we'll donate the space. We've got a building okay. that'll be perfect Twist for it. Twist our arm. You can grow. You can, yeah, <laughs> you can grow into three or four hundred people. Is that going to be big enough? And I said, wow. Look, I didn't know if we'd ever get to two hundred. So, the the thought of getting to four hundred is a little hard to fathom. So I think, yeah, the space will be fine. And they have been fantastic partners. So that's that's why we moved to the Lucas Estate last year um, because of their generosity, and it was a perfect venue. And a lot of people haven't been there. And uh, behind the mansion is a beautiful uh, pavilion. It's a building that has a big gymnasium and a, and a big lounge and bar area. Uh, but it's not like the bar scene. So, mm-hmm. so no, it's, it's, it's a little more refined. <laughs> but, um, but it can house uh, up to, f- we had over, well, we had almost 500 people in April. Wow. Yeah, we had an artist named Sean Mullins, and, and he drew a lot of fans. We had people from six states come to the concert. Not because concerts were caused. They didn't know anything about con- but they 
new Sean Mullins, and they wanted he to come and great. see him. He's yeah. really good. So, so that's why we're there and uh, been there all this year. It's been fantastic. They do a great job. Um, we, we feed people. We have dinner. Uh, we have an open bar, basically. And is everything donated? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I love it when it comes together like that. Yeah, you pretty know, much, that's, yeah. That's great. The only thing we really have to pay for um, are some staff because they've got security and, and uh, servers that, that they, they need to pay, and, and we're delighted to pay them, and then the sound system because we, we want these to be high-quality mm-hmm. uh, music events for, for people that are coming. And so we have a sound company in town that that, uh, that we pay, but everything else is donated. Yeah, it's been... been um, very humbling, yeah. And I think you might have said this, but you've raised almost two hundred thousand. Yeah, a little over one hundred ninety thousand since uh, January of two thousand sixteen. Yeah, okay. and we've donated that pieces of that to fourteen different organizations around Indianapolis. Again, small, not for profits that are helping different segments of the community. So what's your process for deciding which uh, organization you're giving money to? Yeah, well, we have. Um, um, now that people are finding out about what we're doing, um, I get quite a few calls from uh, board members. Well, at, at every event, at least one or two people who are there to see the concert will come up to me and say, hey, I'm on the board of an, another not-for-profit. Uh, could, yeah, yeah. could we be involved in this? And I said, it's real simple to answer your question, Vicki. I have a uh, seven-person board. We get together in the summer about this time, and uh, people... There's no application. I ask the not-for-profits that are interested, send me some information about your organization, send me your website. Most importantly, let's sit down and talk. So I, I make a point to sit down with every one of them face-to-face and learn about their mission, what they're doing, the impact they're having in the community. Uh, most importantly, you know, what would our donation help them do? Mm-hmm. How many lives would it touch? And um, so the process is, is very simple and straightforward. And then the limitation, the challenge is um, there are lots of good not-for-profits to support here in town, and we only do four concerts a year. So, you know, the math is kind of tough. We can't help everybody, but uh, we just do our best to try and pick the four that we think where we can have the most impact um, in the community. Uh, And so that's how it works. Great. It's pretty straightforward. Bruce, give our listeners a sense for, are there things that you need help with? That's a great question. Um, uh, uh, honestly, the I, I think we've figured out how to do the events. Uh, I've got a really talented and committed board, and we all sort of uh, have different roles and responsibilities to make sure that the events happen really well. At the end of the day, I want people going home feeling like they got a really, really good evening of entertainment. Their ticket uh, that they purchased, they know that the money from that's going to be donated back into the community. And... Um, they met some great people that are also, you know, like-minded about giving back. So that's sort of the, the focus for us, a, a great evening of music and, and food and, and uh, fellowship, if you want to call it that. Um, the only thing, as I was telling Vicki earlier, the only thing that we struggle with is just to let more people know. I've, been, I've done some—I I went to a pit printer last year uh, in the middle of winter and had a 1,000 flyers made up. And— literally went around like a paper boy in my car <laughs> sticking them in mailboxes in different different neighborhoods that's a good and, way to do it to and do it. I, you know people made fun of me that's it's not very scalable obviously I, you know I, I could spend months doing that and never touch enough homes but um 
But it is interesting that a lot of people called me after getting the flyer mm-hmm. and said, now tell me what this is again. Mm-hmm. They'd never heard of it. Our, our issue, to answer your question, the issue is not enough people know about yeah. what we're doing. I told Bruce and that he should give us some flyers for our street team to hand out. Oh, yeah. 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 We're That'd just, we're, uh, we don't have a marketing budget because we, we literally want to donate, donate as, much as, yeah. as much as we can. So It sounds um, like the word of mouth has really worked for you. They have a good experience. They tell more people. Yeah, no question. And it just keeps spreading. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No question that, that uh, we, have a, we have a base of regulars. You know, we even sell season tickets. Mm. So you can buy a, a discounted season ticket for all four shows. And those season ticket holders are bringing their friends now. Saturday night was a perfect example. A lot of new people coming with our regular attendees. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's great. Um, but I, I would love for Bill and J- Joe and Mary and Tom in Greenwood and Brownsburg and Avon uh, to know about it. And right now they don't. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, it's, there's no way for us to touch enough people. Now, I will say uh, we have two partners. Uh, WTTS radio station here in town mm-hmm. uh, is the station I listen to music most times. And uh, they've been very kind. They gave us, um, they couldn't do it for free, but they gave us a fantastic rate to do, run some radio ads. Uh, in advance of every concert. And then uh, Collective Publications, they, the owner um, found out about our concerts and uh, wanted to, to support us. And he, he said, how can I do that? I said, well, if you could do an article each month. Uh, it, they have two, mag- two, two monthly magazines, Carmel and Zionsville Monthly. And so it's 70,000, 80,000 homes mm. um, that get that magazine. And so he donates. Uh, one of his staff members comes and interviews me uh, each month uh, before the concert's coming up, and they do a full-page article about the upcoming event. And uh, so that's helped for sure. Oh yeah. Um, so just more of that. Uh, just more of that. So Bruce, can you tell our listeners where they can get more information about? Um, yeah. About your yeah, absolutely. It's class. it's real simple. You know, everybody has to have a website. That's the only way we communicate now. <laughs> um, it's uh, www.indieconcertsforacause.org. Indieconcertsforacause.org. And we have everything on there that you need to know. The, the, the next concert's in October. It's already up. You can buy tickets now. Um, October 19th? 19th, yes, okay. yes. Um, but all the background on the organization, all the previous concerts, who we supported in the not-for-profit uh, community, um, our board, our board members are all profiled on there, uh, and then our mission, you know, what we're all about. So, and it's it's real simple, real real easy to navigate and uh, and click to buy tickets if you're interested. Okay. So it's um, it's been good. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, we will. Uh, I'll be sure to retweet and stuff. What where, what social media platforms are you on? So we can what, do that. Primarily Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, that that uh, that's what we use more than anything. Just our website and Facebook. And we have a okay. Facebook page, and, and uh, we're we're getting a little more traction there. There's just so much out there. I mean, it's just there's a lot of noise, and it's hard to get to people. And um, we we could do a better job of that, but but we're doing way better than we have. Let me tell you. So, yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Yes. Bruce, thank you so much for all yeah. the work that you're doing um, and for coming in and talking with us. Today. Yeah, thank you. Well, I I told Vicky, and I if you don't mind, I'll I'll end with this. So oh, yes. today is uh, would have been the 83rd birthday of my father. And uh, I told people on Saturday night at the concert that the main reason I started this is because I was blessed to have 
parents who were, everybody knows the term now, servant leaders. They, they believe the more that you give, the more that you receive. And I was raised that way. And so I didn't have any choice. That's just what I am because of them. Um, my dad passed away in February the 20th. And uh, so I don't get to have birthday with him today. But it's, it's sort of ironic and apropos that, you know, we're doing this interview today on his birthday because he was really my inspiration for doing this. Um, he was the most generous and kindest man I ever met. And so if we can touch other people's lives, it, it uh, helps me honor him, too. Oh, I'm so glad that we could do this then. Yeah, yeah thank you. It's, it's, it's a blessing to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Let's give a big thank you to Matthew Sosi, our podcast engineer. You can visit the Taking Care in Business website at takingcareinbusiness.com. Or just visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Taking Care in Biz. That's Taking Care in B-I-Z. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at any time at info at takingcareinbusiness.com. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, take, take care, care in business. business. Season's podcast is brought to you by Sexton's Creek Productions, an independent design agency offering video production, audio production, web development, digital media design, and much more. They believe in pushing creative boundaries to achieve excellence and taking a unique, collaborative approach to every project. They believe brand equals reputation and that businesses with the best brands are those who develop a bond of trust and shared values with their audience. It can be a real struggle for businesses to gain the trust of their audience when they can't represent themselves accurately or consistently. That's why Sexton's Creek Productions was created, to help businesses communicate in an authentic and consistent manner. Learn more about building trust with an audience by visiting sextonscreekproductions.com.